I did speak about this at the beginning of the show, but some of you will remember the campaign that went viral, Get Me to 21. Um, it was a phenomenal campaign. Um, and it touched so many lives all over the world. And, and Gabby is the mom of Jenna, the girl who started that campaign. And so I'm actually going to do this a, a lot more just interactively. I don't want to introduce you more than that, but I know that you have just launched a book. You are a life coach. You are a facilitator. There are so many things that you do. Um, but let's start with the book and get me to 21. Um, tell us a little bit about that because we were just sharing before we went on air, as all of you guys know, I almost died five years ago. And the hardest thing for me in that whole process was actually watching my family um, battle with what was going on with me. I had no control over making them feel better and helping them through such a difficult time. Um, and that's actually what broke my heart the most. So I can't imagine what you went through, but I honor you and I take my hat off to you in just the deepest, most humble way for taking that awful heart-wrenching situation and doing something positive with it um so well well done and thank you for coming into studio oh, thanks for having me um you're an amazing amazing woman i was so thrilled when fee said do you want to have gabby into you i was like absolutely <laughs> yes get her in here thank so you. You, you've just launched the book let's chat about yes. that so um yeah literally just launched the book on sunday night we had a jenna low trust fundraiser and a private book launch um, the book is called Get Me to 21, um, and it's not just about the campaign. The campaign is a small part of the book. It's the yes. whole story, and so many people followed Jenna's journey, our journey at the time, which was a very long, painful journey, um, but I suppose that the nation felt they knew our story, and this is really the real story. It's the whole story. Um, I haven't held back. Um, and I sat down to start writing it in July last year, so which was three years after we lost Jen. And um, it took nine months, which seems significant to it's, write. That is actually a really short amount. Like uh, for me, being a creative, I think that nine months is actually a really short amount of it's time <laughs> to to write a book. Yeah, you know, that's amazing. Very often, a book will take two, three years, sometimes longer, to write. And I was also working full time, so. I kind of developed this process of going away um, because I needed to really immerse myself in it. It's very painful material. So yes. doing it at home or in my office space um, wasn't working. So I would take myself away every two weeks for about five days, sometimes three days, sometimes ten days, mm. and just completely immerse myself in the writing. In the writing. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's, a, that's a very... It's a great tip <laughs> for somebody who's constantly asked about my book as well. That's a really, really great tip. Mm. For those of you listening that don't know about Get Me to 21, um, Jenna wa was very sick. So I think maybe just give a little recap sure. of what, what the, how sure. it actually came to be. Sure. So Jen was a normal, healthy, beautiful, very bright, very eloquent child. And at about 17, she started showing signs of breathlessness. And um, it's a very long, painful story, but it was a slow road to diagnosis, and she was only actually properly diagnosed 18 months later with a very rare lung condition called pulmonary arterial hypertension. So PH, that's what we call it for short. 
As it turned out, pH was little known in South Africa. There was hardly any expertise available, and certainly the majority of the drugs that treat pulmonary hypertension were not available in South Africa. And um, I soon realized that we would need to campaign to raise awareness for the illness because it wasn't even listed with the insur medical insurers. Sure. So um, that's what we, we started. We did uh, quite a massive amount of campaigning around raising awareness for pH. And as we started doing it, so more and more people crept out of the woodwork who actually have pH in South mm. Africa and didn't have access to drugs. And the book tells the story of all of that, which turned into really something quite enormous because I had to um, deal with medical control council. I had to get special permission to bring the drugs in. I had to put aside many sure. hours of my business. I was running a marketing consultancy at the time, start to fundraise. That's why we started the Genelo Trust. It wasn't an NPO back then. It is now. Um, and really take it on and 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 not become a doctor. I'm not a doctor, but I had mm. to learn as much as I could about the illness. In fact, I know much more about it than many doctors. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went and we found expertise over the overseas, brought it to South Africa to help other patients. Um, but eventually, Jen got worse and worse. She then went on to a medication directly into her right heart chamber that I imported for, well, not imported, yeah, I had to bring in from, the, from England. Uh, half of it came from... Um, Australia, all over the all, all over the world, and we had to mix the drug every day, hour and a half, sure. um, sterile process, like mixing chemotherapy. Um, so I tell some of those stories in the book too, because it really was like holding her life in my hand. She mm. was on that pump 24 hours a day, and if something sure. went wrong with it, that medication, when you'll understand this language, had a three and a half minute half life. Mm. So I literally was holding her life in my hands. And she that became is, worse and worse. It was just, so hectic. I just have to stop there because that is, first of all, that is so much pressure for any human being. But to be her mom and have that kind of pressure, I just, I can't imagine how you dealt with that and how you got through it. I suppose you just have to. I suppose you, you do just what dig you deep. To. Yeah, you dig deep. And I developed um, huge coping mechanisms and coping skills mm. um, to deal with trauma and fear and anxiety. Um, I also found a fabulous young nurse to help me mix the medication in the morning. But we needed two of us because you had to check each other all the time because if you make a mistake with it, literally, it's that toxic, the medication. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was huge. It was huge. And there were some moments where it went really wrong. Um, it was hectic. Sure. And eventually, <sighs> coming to get me to 21, she was then listed for a double a lung transplant, emergency listed. And, and was that was when we realized how bad organ donation was in South Africa. And, so, and that's, when she, that's when she started this campaign, which went yes. viral, guys. It was literally hashtag get me to 21. And... In three months, what she achieved was raising the organ donor awareness and donations by 287% in three months. You know, I, I, I always say, and, and my heart aches when I say this because um, I wish it wasn't so, but in every tragedy comes a silver lining, a gift you know, and it, it is heartbreaking that it takes tragedies to bring certain gifts to us, to this world. But 
The fact that she raised it by 287% in three months means that hundreds of lives have been changed by, yes. by that, that simple thing, that simple campaign that she started. And it's just sad that it took her getting to that point to I need know. that to happen, you know? know. Um, but you've continued her work. You've continued this campaign. You've continued this Absolutely. work. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so she eventually, she started the campaign, as you say, it went viral. She got her lungs. We got the call on the 10th of December 2014, and the book starts there with the mm. day of the call. It then goes back in time, but it starts with the day of the call, which was hugely dramatic because she was by then very, very sick and we had to get her to Johannesburg in four hours mm. um, and she couldn't fly in a normal commercial plane and we had to, the whole family had to move to Joburg within four hours. Um, she got her lungs, she spent 187 days in ICU and then we lost her and that was outrageous. That no parent should have to go through that. Mm -hmm. it, I have written about it in the book, it was, a, it was excruciating. Um, excruciating um, and after she died I sort of felt like a ghost of myself actually mm. um, but on her 21st birthday she died three months before her 21st birthday we relaunched the Genelo Trust as an NPO a not-for-profit organization and what we've been doing over the last four years look I did spend quite a lot of time licking my wounds but um, I then went As and you studied. Yeah. Had <laughs> you yeah. say that, but I mean, you absolutely had the right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if you if you had not done that, it would have been shocking. To be yes, honest, that's you true. know. That's so true. be gentle with yourself on that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't go back to marketing, um, so it just didn't feel right. So I went and uh, studied to become a life coach and started a life coaching practice and did a lot of therapy, did a lot of yoga did a lot of meditation, um, did a lot of lots of things to really help myself to, to grieve mm. um, and to deal with the trauma because it was hugely traumatic. And I'm not even telling you the half of it. You will read the book and people mm. who have picked it up say it is so compelling it reads like a novel that they can't actually believe what was going on. Um, so then Jen told me when she was in ICU that when she came out, because there was hope the whole way along that she was going to write a book. Mm. And uh, yeah, so eventually, oh, I forgot to say that what we have been doing with the trust is we started a clinic at Khrushchev. Yes, I did yes. read that, yes. A palmy hypertension clinic. So now PH patients in the Western Cape have somewhere to go. Yeah. They have expertise. And now because of Jen's campaigning, there are treatments available in South Africa. I mean, that, uh, that in itself is the gift, you mm. know, so it, it, I mean, that is such a huge gift. And obviously, it's not only open to Cape Town residents, anybody no, in come South Africa. All over the place, but there are, there is a PH clinic in Johannesburg as well. Okay. Um, and we have all of those doctors sit on the board of the Genelo Trust. Amazing. And next year, we're holding an international palmy hypertension meeting in South Africa. Amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing. Mm. I mean, for, for, for the listeners out there, um, you guys know that I almost died five years ago. And um, so much of the story resonates with me because um, I had 
systemic lupus, which hardly anybody knew what it was and nobody really knew what to do to treat it. And it was really a nightmare. And everybody kept trying to t treat me like a cancer patient, but the, the opposite treatment was almost needed in certain areas and then the exact same treatment in other areas. And it's so scary when you don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. um, and when you're going to specialists, and I say this is in inverted commas, and they don't know what to do. So they're shooting in the dark mm. um, trying to guide you. And um, I mean, one of the amazing doctors that I dealt with, she said, don't get Googleitis. She said, because, and, and it was great advice because there is so much available on Google um, and a lot of it contradicts itself. So it can become really scary mm -hmm. and confusing. The fact that you were able to find these treatments, the fact that you were able to find this medication, the fact that you've now opened a clinic and are making this available to people is just phenomenal. Um, I'm sure that there's been many lives that have already come through there and have already been changed. But not only that, you've carried on with the Get Me to 21 and the organ donor yes, um, program, yeah. so which we, is we so important. Yeah, absolutely continue to, to support organ donation in South Africa because we do have one of the lowest organ donation rates in the world. Really? Yeah, in that the world. That is horrific. Yeah, home of the heart transplant and 0.02% of our population are organ donors. So, I mean, what I often say to people is if your child, your brother, your sister, your mother, your aunt, your husband, your lover, your friend needed an organ, was dying and needed an organ, would you accept it on their behalf? If the answer is yes, then why aren't you, uh, why aren't you an organ donor? <laughs> exactly. And, and the reality is, and I think that this is what I don't understand. The reality is when you die, guys, you die. You don't your need your organs. are not going to be of any use to you. Yeah. You are dead. None. So why not give them to someone that can, can have life. actually have life from mm. your organs? I mean, it's so, so important. And you know what? You know what people don't think about? And this is what I think is also really important is that transplant. Look, transplant is difficult and no one can attest to that more than me. Very difficult, and specifically lung transplants are the toughest of all surgeries. Of all mm. surgeries, a heart transplant is simple compared to a lung transplant. But transplants keep surgeons, keep doctors, keep the medical world at the cutting edge mm. of medicine. Yeah. That's what they do. They, they raise the quality of our doctors and our surgeons. Yeah. These are important not just for saving lives, but also that impact is exponential yes it, it's it's uh, for everybody for everyone it's for, for everyone. everyone involved yeah. so d for people who are not organ donors and want to be organ donors how simple is it where should they go what should they so do so simple so simple and i actually know but i just want you to actually all they need to do is go to www.getmetotwenty-one.com because if they do that they will see jen's video they'll meet her it's a 40 second video and at the bottom of our site, you can sign up to be an organ donor. It links directly into the organ donor database and you become an organ donor. It will take you all of two minutes. It costs you absolutely no money. But, but the mm. most important thing, tell your family. Yes. Tell your family, have the so conversation. Important. Yeah. Why? Because when you are on your deathbed and if you pass away, even if you are a donor, you're registered. If yes. one of your family says no, 
they will not take your organs. Really? Yeah. No, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh dear. So okay, you have so to let your know family that. know your wishes. It's okay. very important that they know what your wishes are. The other thing that I got when I became an organ donor was little stickers that say organ donor on. And what I have done is I've stuck them on my driver's license and, um, yeah. you know, little things like that. Because you also never know how your end will come. Yes. And, and I know that's an awful thing to speak about, but it just is the reality no, of the situation. There's no life without death. There's no death without life. It's not an awful thing to talk about. We're so scared of conversations yes, about death. But we need to death speak about Death is the one it. thing we know for sure. It's yeah. going to happen at some point. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so if, if it is, and generally everybody, you guys will have your driver's license on you. And, um, and so that's a great way because if you're in an accident or something like that and you're not able to speak for yourself mm. yeah. and that sticker is on your driver's license, it immediately tells people, okay, I'm okay with you taking my organs if that's yeah. what you need to do. Exactly. Um, so you can jump on to Get Me to 21, which is um, a website. So you just Google Get Me to 21 and it'll take you there. Otherwise, you can look for the Organ Donor Foundation. Yes, you can www.odf. ODF, that's yeah. correct. .org.za. So yeah. it's www.odf. Dot org dot za. And um, for those of you who already are organ donors, you can also donate to them. Um, and it's like five rand or something like that. It's a quick little um, thing, but it does help when people do need organs um, transported, whatever it is, the, the foundation then has some money that can then assist families in yeah. need. Yeah. Um, with Get Me to 21, is there a donation system that goes to... To the Genelo Trust. Yes. So if you Google www.genelo.org and Lo is spelt L-O-W-E, um, there are all Jenna's videos are on there. The whole story is on there. Also, there's a donate button, how you can help. Under how you can help, you can find a way to donate to the trust so that we can continue to help other patients. What I often do with funds is to help other patients with oxygen machines. Um, pH patients, obviously, is what mm. we specialize in, and equipment that they otherwise can't afford. Um, and a lot of the, the donations are going towards this international meeting next year, which means we bring the expertise to South Africa and we're holding, I'm holding a patient's perspective mm. meeting so important. around palmary hypertension because yeah. you can't believe how, much, how often that doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, so that it's not just medical, it's actually the patient's perspective as well. Understanding what yeah. the patient is going yeah. through and what the patient yeah. actually needs. But also on that site, you can buy the book. And ten okay. percent, if you buy it through the through our website, then ten percent goes to the Genelo Trust. Amazing! I was actually just about to um, talk about the book. I was not expecting this at all. But Gabby walked into studio. For those of you listening on Two Oceans Vibe, you can check it out on my Instagram feed. But she walked into studio with this book. Um, get me to 21. Um, I'm showing all of you Instagrammers um, the live feed and inside is a bracelet as well. So you've got the book and you've got the bracelet for sale. Oh no, that's just for you. Oh, is this just <laughs> but for yes, me? You can, so you can buy the bracelets on our website. Okay, yeah. so you but can. But you're not going to get one inside your book. Okay, <laughs> but, you, but you can buy the bracelet yes. and you can buy the book on the website. Yes. Amazing. And um, and then Gabby's also been very, very generous. I've got one and a half minutes left with her, but she is going to be giving away one of the books to one of our listeners, which is absolutely fantastic. I know that I'm going to need boxes of tissues, not just one box of tissues to get me through um, reading this book. 
but I am also very, very keen on reading it and really understanding your journey through it. And I just, again, honor you for your bravery and um, compassion and resilience in all of this because it does take that, you know. It takes Absolutely. a lot of resilience to keep going and, to, and passion to still take this awful situation and find the light in it and transform other people's lives. It's so, funny that you use the word resilience because I have now started running resilience workshops. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Myself and another coach have actually co-authored a model on emotional resilience and we teach emotional resilience workshops. Amazing. And so, they are so needed. They yeah. are so needed. 100%. Yeah. So we, we might need to get you back on to chat about that um, and chat about maybe your coaching as well yes, because lovely. that's a whole nother aspect of um, information that you and I can probably talk Absolutely. for hours on <laughs> but thank you so much for coming into studio i really deeply appreciate having you here it's been so fantastic chatting with you and connecting with you thank you thank, thank you, you thank you thank you um and for all of you listening get me to 21 go and check it out um it's a mother's epic battle to save her daughter's life and